Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze all the films in the DC Cinematic Universe by each individual minute. My name's Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at uh, Mark Meadows. Yeah, mess it up next time. (laughs) And I am Tom uh, from the DC Daily Drop podcast where I talk DC news every day. And you can find me on Twitter at KryptonTom. The very same. Awesome. Well, today... Uh, we are talking about minute number 132 of Man of Steel, and uh, we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Uh, this minute's going to start. Are we? Ki- kinda. Are we? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Don't don't mess me up. We're gonna. This minute's starting out with a uh, uh, little tiny caped cow walking towards his dog, Hank, and uh, it's going to end um, back in present time with uh, Lois Lane. Uh, talking to Steve Lombard, telling him to go back to trolling the intern pool. Ouch. <laughs> yeah, I wrote, ends with Lois Lane shutting down Steve Lombard. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, it's like, you, in regards to Steve, like you just saw her kissing Superman. What chance do you think you have? <laughs> yeah. Like, if Johnny was kissing Superman, I would probably pack my bags. Where do you... Yeah. Lombard does not lack confidence. I know that much. Uh, there's that. That's true. He's persistent. He's very yeah. persistent. Yeah. Um, I mean, hey, you just... I mean, it's like... You gotta try. I guess you do. You just always gotta try. <laughs> um, but that little pose, though. Yeah. Gonna, we get the iconic Superman pose. Yeah. That's uh, I even drew a picture. You see that right there? That's a... That's not even a picture. <laughs> it's like... That's a stick figure <laughs> with a little blob on his back. It's a triangle and two legs. Yeah, all right. Analyze more. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, that. I do remember seeing that when I first saw this movie in theaters, and just had the biggest smile on my face at that moment. Um, I just that 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 pose is just too. It's too good. Yeah, really great classic Superman mm-hmm. pose, and I'm glad they they worked it in here at the end. Uh, just a really cool moment, and glad to see it. Like a really. I don't know. You really feel the heart of the character in that moment. Yeah. And I think that was something that was pretty cool to see. I agree. Yeah. Um, is it? Oh, I guess. Wow. This is weird. What? Because I have that note, actually. I was reading it and I was kind of thinking, like, why did I write that for this minute and not the last minute? But I wrote, is this instinctual or are there influences in universe, which is what we were talking about yesterday. And I was like, why did I write that just now? With the whole Superman post. Oh, yeah. So are there influences? Yeah. He, so I guess exactly. that, yeah, it goes back to that. Um, but yeah, then we get we go back to um, Martha and Clark at the gravesite. And um, you're calling him Martha. Clark. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's, I don't know. Like, that's just, that, hey, I have something we, to like, say about it. We, we, we switched from like Kal-El to Clark to Superman and. I don't know. As it, uh, Tom is, do you have a, a preference when you talk about um, Superman? See, I don't even know. Like, how do you say it? Do you, do you <laughs> call him Cal? Do you call him Clark? Like, how do you? I tend to go Clark. Um, I could understand if you if using Cal for this film. I definitely get mm-hmm. that. Uh, I kind of, I just kind of go by whatever persona he is using at that time. So if if he's with Zod, I go with Cal. If he's with Martha, I go with Clark. Um, but I, I, it's interchangeable. It's mm-hmm. This is all very true. Um, we come back to 
Yeah, Martha and Clark. <laughs> and <laughs> the line is, um, what are you going to do when you're not saving the world? Mm. Which is uh, a title of a cue from the the score of this film. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I wrote here, every Martha moment is gold. Not just in this film, <laughs> but in the next film. Yeah, This character is great. I love every moment she's in. She has like, I don't know what it is about her, but even like every line just seems to be um just well written like something that like a mother like i don't know like the iconic mother for superman she just always seems to have like the best lines that i feel like i don't know like as a as a kid or like if you're looking for aspiration or inspiration um this this uh this martha kent is probably like my favorite of all time when it comes to martha kent i could be wrong there could be better ones but um diane yeah, diane lane's yeah, great yeah i agree so, I mean, you guys are the the Superman fans, so if you guys know better Martha Kent moments out there, you you guys should uh, let me know. <laughs> um, but yeah, then we, you know Clark Kent's like, you know, well, I'm I'm gonna get a job uh, somewhere where I can kind of keep my ear to the ground. Yeah, this this job scene was probably one of the biggest buildups to this entire movie. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it is like so uh, an- anticipated anticipated you're like oh it, yeah. man it's it's gonna happen <laughs> yeah it's just like you're just on the edge of your seat at this point now you're like oh oh snap now we're getting into it um i, I like that what did i write down here what do you have what do you want to say you want to get into it i, <laughs> I, I said i like that i i, I like that we, we've been you know seeing cow throughout this entire mm-hmm. movie and this is in my opinion when we actually get clark kent I know that him being raised in Kansas as Clark is still like, you know, when he's on, on Kent Farms, it, it's probably more natural to assume the Clark Kent uh, persona, I well, guess, and, and call him that. But yeah. like when he's, you know, this right now, what we're getting, Daily Planet, that's, in my opinion, this is Clark Kent. I even underline yeah, this movie's this movie's kind of about him trying to figure out who yeah. he is, where he's from, how he fits in, and like this minute and the next one seem like, hey, okay, I know what I yeah. am. Now I know what I want to do with my life. Now I'm now I know where I fit in. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a guest, I think it was Scott Corelli, who said that there are two different characters when it comes to not Clark uh, Clark Kent from Smallville, but also Clark Kent Metropolis. Yeah, like those two Clark Kents are not the same no, Clark Kent. not at all. Like, the way when he is back home, like right now, is a different Clark than uh, the persona that seconds. he is when he's a reporter in Metropolis yeah. um, with the glasses on. Like, th- those are two different. And then he said, so there's potentially four. So you have those two Clarks. Mm-hmm. You have your Kal-El. And then you have your Superman, which yeah. is another persona. So it's like, there's like four different versions of clark i guess absolutely no it's good um but you can also you know the each those four characters are are tied closely to each other like they can be paired off like you can pair off cal and smallville clark and you can also pair Mm -hmm. off superman and metropolis clark because it's like we know when he's metropolis clark he's he's trying to learn all the information that he can to do with just that keep his ear to the ground and figure out where he has to go next to be superman mm-hmm. and then when he's back on kent farms he's you know raised as clark kent but also like you know 
he is Cal-El of Krypton. So he's just normal. He can be relaxed. He can be his own person. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah there's a lot of over. Yeah, absolutely. You know. um, we do get a uh, super fixie man here, which I really agree. We get what? Uh, I, re- I, really, I really like super fixie man. Super, super fixie man? He's got a fixie. He's riding a bike. He's riding a fixie. His bicycle. It's a bike called a fixie? Yeah, it's a fix gear. I'm assuming it looks like a fix gear. <laughs> um, but uh, before we just kind of start breaking apart this whole little scene, because, um, you know, you said you really like the buildup and I really like the buildup. Tom, what do, you, what, do you, what do you think about this uh, kind of buildup scene to the Daily Planet? What, do, what are your thoughts, your broad thoughts on it? I, I I really like it. It's you get the Hans Zimmer score starting to kick in in the middle of this minute, like really uh, the ending there, and sort of sort of planting the seed. This is where it's going to go, and maybe it would have gone differently if there was a you know the sequel was just a Superman sequel. It might have gone. It kind of shows where it might have gone in a slightly different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it, it sort of shows him established in the world and. Um, I think Zack Snyder said somewhere that this could have been, the, you know, they could have decided to make this minute sort of the opening to the film. And it started with Clark's first day at the Daily Planet, kind of like how the present day scenes in Superman 78 are really where it starts, yeah. you know, his first day at the planet. And then he presents as, as Superman. I think that's a an interesting way to look at it, but it just shows like this film is Superman's first day on the job. Mm-hmm. I like that it was the ending. Like, yeah, I, no, I like that too. it ended yeah. here. Um, but yeah, yeah, the buildup's great. Uh, how do you think? How fast do you think he can pedal that that fixie? <laughs> It'll break the chain, man. Are you kidding me? Um, <clears throat> Superman Unchained. Yeah, there you go. Uh, his explanation <laughs> of the reporter job um, is it's good. There's holes in it, and it, it there's there's well, definitely holes in it, but it it still gives meaning to the 1930s newspaper reporter because it's like yeah. i mean like it made sense for him to be a newspaper reporter in 1930s mm-hmm. now it, yeah I, yeah i will agree it made it made more sense in 1938 than it is does in you know 2013 yeah beyond. it's it's just like yeah. um you know like i'll keep my ear to the ground somewhere where people won't ask twice uh, you know when i go into dangerous situations yada yada but then i realized how how much is this is he getting from lois lane is he? Did they have a conversation at dinner where she's like, you know, you should just be a reporter. Like you can just do it. And he's like, yeah, you're right. You got. You're totally right. <laughs> <laughs> and like, she does have a way with words. He got this job so fast. I think. I don't know. That's another question of mine. What is the right. time Could frame have been from? Well, you know, we also we there's some Daily Planet stuff in the next minutes. So I don't know if. And there's some characters that I want to talk about, but I don't know if that what you're asking is going to tread into tomorrow's. It minute. probably does. It probably does. It's just hang on. Uh, bu- bu- bu. No, I do like the. So he kind of says like, "Oh, I found a job," yeah. and then it cuts to like him riding the bike, uh, and you see like the tie kind of flapping in the back, and I like that subtle. I feel like it's like just a subtle hint at like, "Oh man." Like he's got that job, like the job that oh. we're all thinking about. Like, okay. So I do yeah. like that. I get what you mean. Yeah. Um, also, tiny, and then, tiny cape. Front cape. Tiny cape. <laughs> front front Superman's cape. Superman's tiny tie cape. Yeah. That's the name of the episode. Absolutely. I, um, I like that he's got like still like a flannel-esque t-shirt. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean. Um, the When they did that, they wanted to hide his physique. And so they used like 
lines like just, yeah, yeah the flannel yeah. and and like big big comfy uh kind of real america clothing yeah so again uh, in 1938 you can get away with having just an a larger suit and yeah. people wouldn't think twice when you had an overcoat on yeah um but yeah then we we get um we get we actually get the daily planet is this the first time we're seeing it no. In the film? No, no, no. no. You no. remember the big printer, angry printer? Perry screen? and Lois scenes. Yeah, Perry and Lois. No, I'm not saying, like, actually being in the Daily Planet. I'm talking about the globe. Uh, yes. There was no establishing shot of the outside of the planet before. I don't even think even when they ran outside during when, when the Black Zero came I don't think down. you even see the globe in the next film, do you? Not it. It doesn't have the traditional like globe on top of the building, um, in in BVS. No, I don't know. Now I'm the, the yeah. dang subtleties. I didn't even think to yeah. to look but at yeah, that. I, th- I think that's the first time we see the, the actual globe. Yeah, it's the first time we see it. Oh hey, and you guys are gonna throw me into the fire. I wasn't gonna throw <laughs> you anywhere, man. That's mean. Yeah. So yeah, this is uh, we get, and it's not like you said; it's subtle. It's it's like um, this whole buildup is treated like it but, gets like yeah. a Jaws treatment, where it's like you don't even see the whole globe, you don't even see the whole no. like the whole you don't even see it like do the like the Daily Planet, like you don't even see that. You see like part of the word, and then part of the next word, and and that's it. And then you just you put two and two together, and you go, "Wow, that's the Daily yeah. Planet globe." Um, it's there. Like, you know what's happening. That's yeah. why the buildup is so good. Yeah, exactly. That's why it works so well. Um, and like you said, Tom, like the, the Hans Zimmer score that, that or cue that's playing behind it. Um, and then, as he steps into the elevator, uh, one more iconic piece of oh, yeah. clothing. That we, I mean, we get a taste of, just like the whole Lois inter- interrogation room kind of deal. This is the same thing. What do you mean? When Lois is about to say... The Superman title. Oh, it's one of those things that you're like, oh, oh, he almost said it. He almost put all the glasses. Yeah, Yeah. he was he was getting (laughs) something ready. Yeah, um, I'm not mad. It's still I'm I was like a giddy, you know, five year old, five year old when I was watching. Yeah, um, (laughs) even I mean like it's it's just it's a great scene. It's it's a good wrap up. It's like it's it's the cherry on top. There you go. We already said that twice. Did we say that on twice? Yeah, I think so. No, we said it yesterday. Okay, well, (laughs) get your episodes right. We only have two more times to use it. Is someone going to throw Steve Lombard a bone? That's the biggest question that we need to address Uh, in this entire movie. He's he's too desperate. (laughs) Is he? He's just not putting out a good vibe. Yeah, he's a little... (laughs) He's persistent, but in the persistence that you don't want to be around. (laughs) That you just, you know, cut it out. He's he's uh, yeah. he's casted and like his character is is so like casted that way to be that guy. I liked him when he was in 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 danger when when oh, the buildings he, were falling. He, he was very good in high stressful situations. Yeah, they <laughs> they they did that character right in in the sense of like yeah, even though he's not the greatest guy, he's not like hero material he's not like anything that we're like mm-hmm. appealing for yeah his first instinct is to yeah, save himself but instead but of then cutting he, and running they, they yeah. change that character and they're like yeah yo he's gonna stay and help because that's what uh it's the right thing to do yeah and that's you know i feel like yeah. that's one of the most i think that's one of the most overlooked details in this film is that you, they made a character who's kind of 
yeah, like it's a character who's trying to get a bone thrown at him, and it's like the, I love that they did that with that character, and it's it's a it's a golden moment for a nobody character, and I'm glad that they did that. But here in this minute, um, <laughs> uh, not so not so fortunate, um, yeah. which I guess goes to show you that even though uh, things don't go your way, doesn't mean you get to uh, doesn't. Um, kind of alleviate you from responsibility. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but he has courtside seats to to what game? Again, how much time has passed since the Black Zero event, and and this is happening? No idea. Yeah, I think it's been a while. It has to. Have you know, been. I don't think this is the next day, but it's not clear. Um, and it's definitely you know, not. Think it... 18 months or whatever. No, because that. Yeah, then I was going to say like, well, Clark's already kind of you know fairly established in the next film at the Planet, and um, so it's not like his. I don't know. Maybe after his ninety days. <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, that's yeah, it's three months. He's finally not wearing that tie, though. So we can tell. Um, we can tell Rory Spence that he finally took off that tie. What tie? Steve oh, Steve Lombard's, Lombard's tie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man. He, so, yeah. he realized that he didn't need to be. Uh, like, man, I'm still wearing this tie. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly probably. It's probably. What it's, <laughs> oh, maybe it was like a. Like a like a PTSD kind of thing where like he took the tie off at the end of the day and like <laughs> <laughs> everything hit him at once. Of the jets falling and he, ah, he threw it away in the trash can. Fire on fire. Um, but that's all I have for this minute. What about you guys? Um, yeah, no, I just yeah, that's it. <laughs> yep. All righty then. Well then, we'll go, we'll go ahead and wrap up for today. Don't forget to check out DC Daily Drop with Tom and his co-host Zach. Uh, you can find us on all DC uh, on all social media at DCEU on, Minute. On DC social media, yeah. One day, hopefully. <laughs> um, you can find us at TwoOldMedia.com, DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. That's our Facebook group. You can join us, past guests, and all of our listeners. Um, you can also. Find us at Tarantino Minute, where we talk about Reservoir Dogs one minute at a time. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.